Fucking monsters. <laughs> oh, sorry. Hi, Michelle. Michelle, Jordy. hello. Jordy, hello. <laughs> We've oh got to God. somehow pull ourselves together today. I don't I'm know what's going on. I'm You're still in the road. I'm in a foul mood. I'm hoping that you <laughs> might be able to cheer me up. Do you know what? Having a little little convo is always a good good. You know. Exactly. Pick Tonic. up the phone, talk to your mates when you're feeling down in the mouth. I think it's the only thing you can do. It's true. It's when you when you uh, when you can't have a gin and tonic because it's too oh, early. Oh God! Is you it have time? A can we have one? And- oh, God, you've just time. sparked my interest. You've piqued my interest. I want Honestly, a and tea. I I'm look. I know I talk about champagne a lot, but <laughs> champagne any time of the day. <laughs> champagne with breakfast. Champagne with brunch. Oh champagne God. with lunch. Champagne in the afternoon. Anyway, enough of that. Enough of that. Michelle, last week's episode was all about love. And it wasn't, it didn't take the twists and the turns that we thought it was going to take. It wasn't (laughs) as happy, except for Darcy and Jack's wonderful story of how they ended up getting together and getting very, being very happy through a turbulent time. Yes. But we do have a few apologies probably to make. I know I threw some very wayward facts and figures out there to the audience. Did you? Yeah. Fuck. All right. I think when we were talking about, um, we were, you had some great information about, what's that man's name again? Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Thank you. <laughs> and I said, isn't when you were talking about his wife, Carol and Boone, and yes. I was confused because I know he had a work colleague called somebody who wrote a book, An Angel at My Bedside, I called it, or something. Her name's Anne Rule. The book is called A Stranger Beside Me. <laughs> Not an angel at my table. <laughs> or a be- an angel at my bedside. No. And I also wanted to really point out here, no one's come back to us on this one, but Michelle, Charles Manson is in no way hot Yes, you can have Ricky Gervais. You can have that one in the bank, but you cannot have Charles Manson. No, no. I'm not saying he's hot. I'm just saying for a serial killer, he's not bad. No. I'm not saying he's hot. For I'm a not serial killer, he is bad. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> Although he never got his hands dirty. What do you you know that, right? He never, do- he never committed any of the murders. Oh yeah, I know in that's prison, true. But he was in prison for yeah. Yes, yeah, yes. He just orchestrated it, it all. Yeah. He was he was the Keith Ranieri exactly of the exactly. Manson family. Yeah. Now, yeah, no. also, um, I couldn't believe that I forgot Tom Hardy Cox's name. Oh my god, Tom Hardcox, a oh. friend of mine, <laughs> a friend of the show, Nina. She has really highly recommended that we watch the Bronson biopic film that he was in because okay. there's a lot of full frontals, a lot of D on display yeah a lot of hardy d (laughs) a lot of tom hardy cox (gasps) okay that sounds that sounds like something not to watch with the fiance and i just wanted to mention uh about charles bronson aka charles salvador etc because he calls himself an all manner of names he uh didn't kill anyone at all he was in prison for armed robbery originally in and out of all sorts of prisons but while he was in prison, uh, during some of the durations, he has taken numerous hostages. What? Both um, other, other prisoners and staff. He's been to more than 120 prisons across the UK, attacked more than 20 ah. prison guards and countless prisoners, taken 11 hostages and caused more than half a million pounds in damage. This man used to be a circus strongman. He's quite an interesting character. I'm going to watch that Hardy Cox film, actually. I think I will. 
Oh, he sounds like a nice man, doesn't he? Nice chap. Yes, yes. He was married to a former Coronation Street star. Now, that's very... Like through the, um, obviously, the pen pal scheme or the... Uh, prison tinder scheme are and you also, fucking joking no not joking and also threatened former eastenders star nasty nick cotton can't remember the name of the actor john altman i think his name is i've probably got that wrong he is now hell. He, as far as i could find out he was in uh he's in a category a uh in wakefield prison in solitary confinement oh my he's very God. strong he can bend metal doors with his bare hands and his tra- training regime includes up to 3,000 press-ups a day. Now, I know that's almost a podcast in itself, Michelle, but I just wanted to talk to you about Charles Bronson, a.k.a. Salvador Dor, a.k.a. 100 other names that he's been known by. Honestly, like, what Did you is know about it? him? What? No, nothing. I, I seriously thought you were talking about Charles Bronson, the actor. What makes these ladies think he's a catch? Seriously, I don't fucking get it. Because... Well, he's fascinating. Yeah, he's fascinating. And look, do you know what? I think people can fall in love online. We see it all the time. Yeah. People fall in love on the chat. People get catfished. I've had both sort of happen to me. You've been in catfished? The past. Yes. Have you? Yeah. When I was on Plenty of Fish. No, not Plenty of Fish. What was it? One of those those um, dating apps when I was single. Super hot dude text like messaging me and I was like, no, this is this is too too weird. Why was it weird? Because he looked like a fucking model. Yeah, but you're so you... gorgeous. Oh, doll, thank Everybody you. Everybody loves a tiny four foot nothing brunette. Yeah. Look at Kylie Minogue. She's very popular. She's not brunette. No, she's not. But she's tiny. She is tiny. She's tiny. But she hasn't had a she's had a checkered love life. But no, I got catfished because I thought right, <laughs> I'm going. Yeah. I thought I'm gonna ch- I'm going to check this guy out. So I did one of those screenshots and did like a reverse Google search. What? Yeah, because you Is can that do a that. Journalists trick. Yeah, and wow. uh, and this guy like was all over the internet as some hot model. So I, He's not. I no, and so I messaged back and I was like, "Who are you, really, dude? Seriously, who are you?" And I think he was just like. Some fat guy behind a computer in the in but fuck nowhere in America. What and happens when you say let's meet? Though? Oh, well, they never do. Have you seen catfish? I have seen catfish. Yes, but they do. They turn up and then somebody refuses to come out. I've only seen one episode. In all fairness, they refuse to come out of the house. And when they do, oh my god, your heart breaks because they're some very introverted, very sad person, and it's that they've got a rich life through the internet. It's a mine of, of just voyeuristic pleasure. Oh, I mean. Listen, let me move on to more apologies or just corrections. Um, we were talking about John Wayne and John Wayne Gacy, weren't we? Yes. And I said that he may have had accomplices, but it's not been proven at this point. Okay. That's the only thing correction there. And also John Wayne's real name, John Wayne, his real name is Mar- not Marilyn Manson. What's his real name? <laughs> Marion. Marion Morrison. He's an MM, just like me. And and Michelle Margarita and Marilyn Monroe. And Eminem. (laughs) No. Marshall Mathers. Marshall Mathers. Yeah, it's all the best ones. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Have you got any apologise? I mean, I didn't look into the penis, what happens when it gets, the, the blood circulation gets cut off permanently, whether it does shrink. I did a Google search and I did think if anyone went through my history, I think I wrote something like, (laughs) what happens to a dick if it gets cut off? 
Does it shrivel up? <laughs> if it happens to your fiance, oh god, you're in I trouble. I know. If I if I end up being pushed into a crevasse, you heard it here first. <laughs> Just to let you know. Anyway, um, no, I think it was yeah. If you if you cut off a dick, does it shrivel up? Right. And basically, it does because obviously oh, I knew that. I know because it's engorged with blood. So yes. yes, I knew that basic principle of biology. But so how come poor Lorena Bobbitt couldn't drive with this giant dick on her lap? Well, and had I to throw it out it the window. A, I, don't I don't think, think that's it was the on her lap. I think it. I think she was holding, holding it. it. Oh, yes, well, but even still. I mean, look, what, she could have just slipped it on one of her little fingers probably by that point. Oh, Jordy, that's ah. disgusting. It's not a sock puppet. <laughs> have you? That's, if that's all our apologies, is it? Yeah, I've got no apologies today. Oh, except I did want to talk to you about yeah. RuPaul. Did you watch it? Yes, I did. Bimini Bomboolash, you nailed it, baby cake. She was fucking fantastic in the Snatch Game. Oh, Absolutely my God. amazing. Lawrence Chaney, what a dud. Oh, Lawrence. What a dud. But that's what happens, isn't it? You know, you can't yeah. be flying high. And on the American one, I think my favourite, Simone, didn't do well this week either. Oh, she did not. No, she was, well, she had to lip sync for her life. She'll come and then, back. And then Rue pulled a, a banger, didn't I he? Know. But don't I tell know. people what happened just in no, case. No, no spoilers. No, no, no. Um, yeah. I also, I watched some other things which I kind of didn't really need to watch, but yeah. I had one Welcome which was dull life. and one that was surprisingly exciting. Okay. Tell so me. I watched the investigation, which is a true crime drama based on the murder of the journalist Kim Val in, sorry, no, it happened in Denmark. She's Swedish. And okay. it was the this kind of uh, wealthy guy who built a submarine and had been trying to get women onto the submarine. And, what? and she'd been trying to interview Fucking him as a journalist hell. for a long time. And eventually she got on the submarine and she was never seen again. <gasps> But down to the, I mean, it was just very, very slow and very long-winded. And it was all based mm. on the investigation. You never heard the murderer's name mentioned, which I really liked because I think at the time, which if this murder happened, I think in, I think it was, uh, I don't know, just a few years ago. It wasn't long ago. Okay. And it was all based on him because he was a fascinating character and nothing much was said of Kim Val and her parents appear in the program. Not her real parents, but mm. actors play her parents and it is the guy that was in The Killing, in the first series of The Killing, okay. who has not aged well. He's a bit like a green <laughs> potato in a bad cardigan. Oh, no. But it was, I loved watching the the house in Sweden. The parents' house is stunning. And they okay, live I'm... on the sound. It's bloody gorgeous. Very slow, lots of diving. But I did enjoy it. Should I watch it for yes. some interior design tips? Yes, if nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing I watched... I was searching for the original, very poor film, Super Mario Brothers from the 90s, which I've seen a hundred times. My son wanted to see it. My son wanted to see it. Now, Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo starred in this. And I used to have the biggest crush on John Leguizamo. He's about your height, so it would never have worked. (laughs) But he is... when I saw him in Romeo and Juliet as Tybalt, oh my God, I've just never, I, even now when I see it, I get flutters. I just think he's stunning. Oh my God. He's your whole pass. He's my whole pass. But he is a comedian. I didn't know this because he's always in dramatic roles. Like he's Benny, Benny Blanco from the Bronx in that fabulous film. What's no idea. <laughs> <laughs> With Al Pacino, Al Patch. What's it called? 
Oh, God, oh, no. It's a bloody good film. It's one of my favourite films of all good time. Goodfellas. No. The <laughs> other one that I love. What's it fucking called? I'll come back to that. Anyway, I looked for that terrible film, Super Mario Brothers, for my son. I found John Leguizamo in his one-man show, Ghetto Clown. And I thought, oh, oh, God. I'll, I'll give it a watch. But oh my god, I was I was laughing out loud. He is amazing. Oh He's wow, amazing. Okay, it's about his life, and it was very interesting. He does a fantastic Al Pacino impersonation, by the way. Oh. It is better than Al Pacino. Rob Brydon. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was really I was really flawed. It was amazing. Okay, I'll give it. it a, I'll give it a whirl. Give it a um, whirl. I spoke to Tom. My friend and yours, Tom, and he's very Tom well. Hardy Cox. <laughs> yes, Tom Hardy Cox. <laughs> and he, we were chit chatting away. He suggested a, a show called A Teacher. Now, oh. have you watched this? No. BBC. Look, I'm I'm in two minds about it. Don't want to give too much away. Maybe you mm-hmm. can have a listen. But it's got Kate Mara in it. She was the one from House of Cards. She's the one. No, that I didn't got- see that. Oh, she was the one that got pushed onto the railway lines. It's about, so Kate Mara is a hot school teacher who ends up having an affair with her student. And it is sort of like tapping into the whole Me Too movement. It's about sexual abuse from a person, you know, who's in power grooming, but female doing it to male. And, Mm. but it's really weirdly done because it makes you sympathize with her character and oh. you're kind of rooting for her to for oh. it to be not sexual abuse, but for it to be, oh, they just really fell in love. But mm-hmm. it's not like that. It, I'm just, I don't know what to think Tell about Tell me how it. old the student is. He's 17, turning 18. So, look, it's really borderline. I'm not sure what to think about this because the way they've portrayed it is bizarre. I, I'd love you to have a have I'll a give that watch a watch. Yeah. And see, it's it's really quick. They're like 20-minute episodes or something. So then it's not – you can zip through the whole thing pretty quick. Okay. But oh, that, oh, I like it when they're only 20 minutes long. My, yeah, my maybe, concentration span is very short these days. Or maybe days. 25. It's oh, not long. Okay. You know, they're not hour-long eps. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm i not sure about it. I don't, I don't know what to think because mm-hmm. it's just, it was bizarrely structured the sto- in the way of the story. I don't mm. know. Okay. TBC. But- Going back to Tom Hardy Cox, though, Michelle. You're obsessed. What is wrong uh, no, well, with no, you? I just want to say a couple of things about him. Because you know that he was in Peaky Blinders with, no, he wasn't with Noah Taylor, but Noah Taylor was also in that. So I was, I was looking Noah for a Taylor connection. Noah Taylor was not in Peaky Blinders. Yes, he was. What? Yes, he was. Are you sure it wasn't Ben Mendelsohn? It wasn't Mendels. <laughs> no, seriously. I don't remember Noah being in Peaky Blinders. Well, maybe you didn't watch that episode or that. Hang on, let me just quickly do a quick Google. Well, hang on. I, are you not thinking of Killian? Killian? No, Murphy. he wasn't a star. No, he was one. He, for one season, he was the latest bad boy. Bad guy, mm. not bad boy. <laughs> bad boy. I think he was Italian. Sure he was an Italian in London. There he is. Yeah, right. he was. How did I miss that? Darby Sabini. Darby right. Sabini. Okay. Uh, Mr. Sabini. Oh. Yeah? All right. If you say so, I need but, to go back and rewatch. Yes. So I then did find out about a, a Mendel's, Bendel's and Tom Hardy Cox connection. Oh. They were both in The Dark Knight Rises. No. And Hardy Cox was Bane. 
with the kind of grill on his face and they were talking about couldn't understand anything he said. And our lovely Bendles was kind of like a bad guy in the corporate in the Wayne Corporation. Okay. Well, there, there you go. go. There's a connection. There I reckon connection. everybody has worked. At some point, there is a connection with everybody to Ben Mendelssohn. One of Six these degrees days. of separation. Six degrees of, of Ben Mendelssohn. Forget Kevin Bacon. Six degrees of Ben Mendelssohn. Yes, absolutely. I think we should. I'm going to do a flow chart. I'm do going it. to do that. Yeah. Watch watch the website, guys. Eavesdroppingpodcast.com. Let's do that. Yes. So we decided, I mean, you weren't happy with, you're never happy with the ones that I recommend. Mythical creatures. Look, that's not true. I am happy with things you recommend. I have to say, elves. don't like fairies. Fairies. don't like elves. All of this stuff, not into it. But you know what? I give it a good go, Geordie. I give it a good go. give it a red hot go. (laughs) (laughs) So what are we talking about this week? Mythical creatures. Now, this could go right back to the reason, not the reason why we started the podcast, but around the time when we started the podcast and we were watching our favourite actor, Ben Mendelsohn, in The Outsider. Yes, Because we if were. you remember that series, which I hope you watched to the very end, did you? Yes, I did. Yeah. It got a bit silly yeah. at the end, but yes. Yeah, maybe. But it was about <laughs> a mythical Latin American creature known as Chupacabra. Do you remember? That was what they were calling it, Chupacabra. A vampiric, reptile-like creature said to have leathery or scaly, greenish-grey skin and sharp spines or quills running down its back. And it's supposed to be about three to four, about your height, three to four feet high, <laughs> and stands and hops in a fashion similar to that of a kangaroo. And it's thought to be the culprit of dead livestock and, pe- and pets with puncture wounds and completely drained of blood. Now, obviously, in the outsider version, it was a shape-shifting creature, but that's what they called it. It was like um, the yeah. boogeyman in yeah, Latin yeah, yeah. American culture. Yeah, yeah. So, so that is the little connection back. I mean, that's all I've got to say about that guy. But there are there. If you look into mythology, mm. there is so much out there, there about is. about you know mythological creatures. And of course, the the first thing you think of when you're thinking about mythology is things like the abominable. No, I can't even say it. Abominable snowman. Yeah, and yes. Loch Ness. Loch Ness. Well, it's funny because I when I was looking into this, I thought, fuck it. I'm not doing all the little tiny ones. I'm going for the big hitters. So I've done. Go for it. So I've done some research on Bigfoot, aka Yeti, Abominable Snowman, aka. That's all they Sasquatch. 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 That's it, yes. Right. So uh, do you want me to talk about him or have you got. Why don't you? No, you go for it. Okay, okay. Okay, so Bigfoot. Everyone's heard of Bigfoot. It turns out yeah. it's basically just the generic name for big hairy creatures. So, like I said, we've got Sasquatch, the Yeti, Abominable Snowman. And, you know, they're all just Bigfoot of one kind or another. And basically, I just think they're big hairy giant apes that work on two feet, walk on two feet, have fur. They're generally over eight feet tall. And Sasquatch is the one from North America, uh, whereas Yeti slash Abominable Snowman is more Himalayas. And look, there have been loads of sightings over the years. However, the most recent one was in 2007. What? Yeah. Fucking 2007. Anyway. Because I know about the one, like doing my research about mythical creatures, I did come across a podcast that I listened to about this and it was talking about the famous footage of the one, the woman that turned, like the booby woman. Well, I'll get to this. I think maybe we're talking about the same one. But 
This one in 2007, so there was a hunter called Rick Jacobs and he rigged up a camera to a tree and set it to like auto trigger whenever there was was movement. In Uh, Northern California? No, this was in Allegheny National Forest in Pennsylvania. Okay. Now, while some claim it's Bigfoot, um, the Pennsylvania Game Commission got involved in this because he captured some images of what he reckons was Bigfoot. Basically, look, I looked at the images and in one image, it kind of looks like this long, tall, skinny, rangy bear. But it's hard to tell because A, it's shot at night and B, it's kind of like leaning over. You know, with when you do like night photography and they get those like eyes that just shine. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's a bit dodgy. But anyway, I looked and... I want to see. I... You can't... Look, you can't really get any scale of how big the creature is. And to be honest, it just looks like a bear. And the Pennsylvania Game Commission got involved in this and they said, basically, it's a bear mm. with a mangy skin condition. That's what <laughs> that's what it is. And look, I'm not convinced it's Bigfoot, but, you know, maybe I'll put a link in the show notes and you can yes, check it please. out and see what you think. But then I think this is what you're referring to. Yeah. Um, the most famous sighting of Bigfoot happened... October 20th, 1967. Now, there were two guys, Roger Patterson and Bob Gimlin. Yeah. Gimlin. Gimlin, yeah. Yeah. And they were out camping along Bluff Creek in California. And look, according to Bob, um, who has stayed reasonably quiet over the years about what he saw, he gave an interview last year at the ripe old age of 88. And look, I don't mean this in a creepy way, but he looked fucking good. Like, he, no, Look I'm not Ricky saying. Gervais, you're about, and Charles Manson, you're about to be knocked off your top spot by, by an octogenarian. Bob Gil- Gimlin. No, do you know what? He looks like a cowboy. You know, he's got his cowboy yeah. hat I saw, on. I've seen pictures of him. He looks all right. He looks good. He looks but like he's had a healthy good life. eight, I'm yeah. telling you, he looks like he's still out on a horse doing a bucking yeah. bronco rodeo. So What's that fresh air must be good for you then. Take heed, people. So, you know, he's got this, like, grey handlebar moustache. I mean, he's just in good nick. Anyway. Yeah. So he did this interview where he basically talks about the day he and his mate saw a female Sasquatch. That's and- right. One, the boobies hanging down. That's how they knew. <laughs> <laughs> Swishing around. And everybody's seen this picture as well. If you've ever seen a picture of a Sasquatch well, or a Bigfoot, it's this I- fo- footage, isn't it? Yeah, I saw the footage. Yeah. I saw the video. We all have. We, yes. all, we all have not seen just the it pictures it's out there. Not the pictures, the actual video. Yeah. So, yeah. So, basically, he says they were riding by the river on horseback when uh, his mate, Patterson, saw the Sasquatch. I happen to know, because I listened to the podcast, that Patterson was a big fan and a, belie- and a believer in this. He believed in Bigfoot, whereas Bob Gimlin, not so much. He just kind of put up with his friend because he was a bit quirky. Okay. So that's why they were there. And Patterson had the camera. Gimlin mm-hmm. just had a shotgun. He was just out there doing some hunting and hanging out with his pal. Right. Okay. Because I did get some a little bit of background where there had been some sightings and there'd been some footprints. And that's why the mate, Patterson, was like, fuck it, let's go out. Like, let's go Sasquatch, so, you know, hunt. not hunting. They didn't want to kill it, but they no, wanted to. No, but just to go and have a look. He was fascinated by yeah, it. Yeah, really. Oh, 
Fascinating. And the precursor to this was that in, I think in the 50s, there had been a construction site somewhere. I can't remember all the details where um, all the, it was all trashed and there were big footprints. And oh. and that was the first kind of big famous, not sighting, oh. but evidence of a Bigfoot. To, and this construction site, the man who owned it, his brother was like, absolutely this. But he was known as a bit of a uh, practical joker. So they always oh, thought okay. he'd made it up. But he ruined his brother's company because his men walked off the site. They were so freaked out. Fuck. And he maintained till his deathbed that it wasn't him, that it was definitely the footprints were definitely that of a Bigfoot. Yeah, but after right. he died, his family came forward and said, look, we've got this great big fucking wooden pair of feet <laughs> that he was using. But the feet didn't correlate with the footprints. The feet were too small in the wrong shape. Oh. The wooden feet. Okay. That's my tuppence worth. Carry on with your story, Michelle. Sorry to interrupt. Look, I'm just going to put this in a nutshell. Basically, they were out riding. Patterson saw the Sasquatch. They were they were on horseback. The horses freaked out. Patterson was thrown off his horse, uh, but he managed to get up and get his video camera out of his saddlebag and film the Sasquatch walking away. And like I said, I've seen the footage and it's grainy as hell. You know, it's shot from far away. And honestly... It's the 60s. It's the 60s. And look, to me... It just looks like somebody off the set of Planet of the Apes. However, I did you look it up? I did. It and was shot. You know, it was shot a year later. Well, the Planet of the Apes won awards for their makeup and costume, right? Okay. Yeah. A year later, but when you compare them, so I saw a talk with an anatomy professor who showed that grainy footage yeah. to his students okay. and they compared it side by side with Cornelius or whoever it was in Planet <laughs> of the Apes, Roddy McDowell. Yeah. And uh, it looked like a giant pudding in a furry suit compared to the the footage, the Gimlin Patterson footage, right? Really? And, okay. and the anatomy students could make out trapezoid muscles. They could find the muscles in this walking gorilla person. Yeah. They could find the muscles, which you wouldn't see through a furry suit. You wouldn't see the rippling of a muscle. They slowed no. down the footage. They did lots of work on it. And they found, you know, they also found, you know, calf muscles, m- muscles moving in a way that a body would normally move mm-hmm. under the under the fur rather than somebody wearing a suit. And also the footprint as well. Okay. Because she left footprints yep. when she walked away and they managed to get casts of those. There's hundreds of casts somewhere in a office somewhere it was in a way that if you were wearing a furry shoe um you wouldn't get the kind of the, the contour of, of the yeah. yeah of the way that the the maybe the ball goes down and then the heel rises and look what do you think because obviously you've seen the footage too and i know what i think i've got quite a strong opinion on this oh all right let me hear it i'm re- i'm ready well it's not that strong <laughs> it's, it's a very loose very fast and it's loose. It's gone from, um, from strong to kind of loose. <laughs> well, you know that the FBI uh, did investigate into this and then they went quiet. Is that in your notes? No, I don't know anything about this. I mean, honestly, I skimmed over all this stuff. So. Then they declassified the information some years later and there was nothing in there about it. And also, you must also know that a man came forward and said, I was the guy in the in the suit and he passed a lie detector test. Okay. And there were other people involved in the Gimlin Patterson um, f- film that say it was all done for monetary gain. But oh. their friendship fell out. Really? They didn't speak to each other again. And sadly, Patterson died in his 50s. 
Yeah, in the early 70s, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they they died having not re- re- rekindled their friendship. So no. they friendship broke up after that. Um, Bob Gimlin's marriage almost broke down over it because his wife was a bank teller and she used to get people coming in and making fun of her. He mm. used to be made fun of constantly and okay. it almost broke their marriage up. Now, do you think at that point they might say, okay, hands up, we fu- we're, we're just, we're faking it. Yeah. But he never did. And even now at 88, he's still coming forward with saying, I know what I saw. Jesus. Now, the reason why it would be covered up, why would it be covered up? Why? Is it because it just throws, it could be a missing link or another species? Now, New species are being discovered all the time. There was a, a new species of miniature giraffe that was recently what? Okay. recently discovered. Oh. Now, they haven't just popped up. May have been there all along. We just haven't seen it. It's a big earth. Yeah. Attenborough can't get everywhere at once, can he? <laughs> but maybe it is a missing link. And they knew that they're saying that in this video of, of the, the lady ape running away, that she knew that there was trouble she knew she was getting away she wasn't hanging she was- around she wasn't going to attack they are very secretive and they and also back in the 50s when that first incident occurred mm. they had found patterns of like long like it's seven foot tall five foot wide michelle that's you lying down <laughs> that's how wide they, uh, this body is fucking yeah that, but- how can somebody get into a suit and be seven foot tall and five feet wide and it is i, I get you on that point but in that footage she's not running she is casually sauntering away, you know. Don't forget she's... that film is not real time. It's weird kind of 60s film. So maybe she's running a bit faster. Mm-hmm. She's she's getting away. She's not running. She probably doesn't need to. She's seven foot tall. One stride would be like three three jog steps or something maybe. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, and also Patterson's on the ground. Gimlin's got his gun out, mind that's you. That's true, yeah. yeah. Gimlin has got his shotgun out. Patterson's mm-hmm. on the ground. He's fallen over. And when he falls over... That's when she turns around. Okay. Fuck. Yes, that's true. He, it's like she's reacting to him falling. Yeah. Yes. So I think the reason why there's a cover-up, and there's always going to be a difference of opinion about these kind of things, mm. is because it throws the whole um, theory, Darwin's theory of evolution, into question, Yeah. possibly. That perhaps it didn't happen the way he said it did. If there's a missing link... What's so funny? Sorry, I've got this cat walking all over me. The neighbor's cat <laughs> is ringing. It's like got a bell around its neck. It's dinging that bell. It's purring into the microphone. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Piss off. Bye-bye. That's how you talk to cats. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I mean, who knows? We're never going to find out, are we? Maybe we will. Who knows? But what I find interesting is why declassify something like that? You know, what and then if, if make it's out a it's nothing. Now, look, yeah. I have a, I have a theory. Is it possible that instead of a missing link, it's basically an ape that has just had some kind of, you know, deformity and then maybe it's got that human, not human, but like that hormone condition Mm. where just like humans, there are some that grow really, really tall. Could be that too, Michelle. Acromegaly. Acromegaly. I'm sure that's not how you say it, but good try. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but why? Why couldn't it just be like freak, a freak family who all have this medical condition? I mean, you just yeah. don't know. You don't know these yeah. things. Well, we don't know, and they're pretty good at hiding, clearly. Mm. So, and mm. maybe they've died out. But I didn't know there was a whole conspiracy theory around this. That's very interesting. Mm. That is interesting. Shall I tell you about my research that I did? Yes, please. What did you do? 
Well, I looked into, I was looking into mermaids and I'll tell you why later. Oh, I, but, did, I did a little on that too. Yes. Did you? Well, yes. I'm going to come to that in a second. Because first, that led me on to the Kelpie. And I got my information mostly from History UK. Okay. And do you know what a Kelpie is? You said you knew what a Kelpie was. It's a little dog, an Aussie dog. It is a Kelpie, yes. It's also a shape-shifting aquatic spirit of Scottish legend. Oh, is it? Hang on, has it got, is it connected to Loch Ness? Might be, oh. might be. Almost every sizable body of water in Scotland has an associated Kelpie story. Okay. But the extensive, the, the most extensively reported is that of Loch Ness. Yeah, Nessie. So perhaps the origin of the story was the practical purpose of keeping children away from dangerous stretches of water and warning young women to be wary of handsome strangers. Why? Why handsome well, strangers? So the Kelpie... Oh, oh shape-shifting. Oh, shape-shifting. Okay, okay. The Kelpie may appear, and it always does bad things, it may appear as a tame pony beside a river. It's particularly attractive to children, but watch out, kiddies, don't touch it. Once on its back, it's really sticky. So okay. once you jump on its back, its magical hide will not allow them to dismount. Sorry, but who the fuck is jumping on the back of a weird, scaly, pointy creature? It's not scaly, Nobody. it's a lovely pony. It's a lovely pony, remember, oh, Michelle? Okay, okay, sorry, I missed that bit. I thought we were still on a scaly, scaly creature. No, but once trapped in this way, the Kelpie will drag the child into the river and eat them. Oh. Yeah? Kelpie's got to live. Yeah. <laughs> they can also appear in... <laughs> That's nice. Jump, <laughs> jump. Got to make a living. Got to eat sometime. Got to have dinner. <laughs> these water horses can also appear in human form. Do you know that there's some beautiful statues in Falkirk of Kelpies? I don't know how big they are, but on the internet, they look stunning. They're like wow. big horse heads made of silver kind of metal. I'm going to go there one day and see it once we're able to travel again. So they might even appear as a beautiful woman hoping to lure young men to their death. Sirens. Or or they might take on the form of a hairy human lurking by the river. A bit like our friend, the booby booby Sasquatch. I was just thinking, basically, any any man with chest hair and back hair. (laughs) (laughs) Having a a wash by the lock. Having a wash by the lock. Gingers. So they're ready to jump out and... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> at unsuspecting travellers and crush them in a vice-like grip. I'm wondering why would they crush crush them when they've got a sticky hide and they can just drag them into the water, then eat them after they've uh, Don't ask them. questions, Geordie. Don't, Don't ask, ask the questions. If you hear thunder by a lork, that will be the Kelpie's tail hitting the water. Not thunder. It's a tail. Tail slapping the water. And if you are passing by a river and hear an unearthly wailing or howling, like, ooh, yeah, sometimes you do hear that in in, in the lorks in Scotland. You'll okay. hear, and, or anywhere, you know, on a plane or Well, it's not the wind, is something. it? Tell me it's what it is. Wind. No, it's a warning of an approaching storm from a Kelpie. Oh, so they're trying to be nice. They appear in Robert Burns's poem, Address to the Devil. So anyway, going back to... Um, the connection between them and mermaids. I really don't know if there is one. Okay. But the reason why I wanted to talk about mermaids is because Hazel, the psychic real estate agent, has gotten in touch again. Oh, my God. I love a Hazel story. Bring it on. (laughs) Bring it on. Well, first of all, she did tell me, just a quick aside, she was at a party because she's in Australia and they're having parties. They're not wearing masks. Well, they might be wearing masks, but they're socialising you know, the the whole day and night, they're having a fabulous time because they managed to kick the coronavirus in its ass yep. and they're all fine. So she went to a party recently 
and she'd had a few bevies. So she was a little bit three sheets to the wind. She approached a woman and said, your last name starts with H and it's chocolate. I'm being shown chocolate. Oh. And the woman says, no. She said, your husband died and you have two children. The lady says, no, not married, no kids. Oh, my God. So Hazel's like, oh. Hazel's lost it. Oh, got that wrong. So then the lady next to this woman said, I have two kids and my husband died. Hazel says, what's your last name? And the lady says, Hague. And apparently in Australia, there's a a type of chocolate Oh, So she was right. She just got the wrong person. Well, she was so fucking cross-eyed from the booze. She she made a beeline for the wrong lady. Double. But anyway, listen, she, in in her capacity, capacity as a real estate agent, she had a phone call one day and straight afterwards she said, I think I'm being punked. I've just had the weirdest conversation. A guy rang and said, oh, sorry about my voice. I've got a really sore throat. And so Hazel says, oh, gosh, I, I hope you haven't got COVID. And he, so, he says, oh, no, actually, it's something I ate last night. Hazel says, oh, you've got to be really careful with that. You might be allergic to something. It can be very dangerous. Why is she engaging? Oh, well, so, so, she's a friendly person. She is, he's just rung up. He's rung the professional number. So obviously she knows <laughs> this is going to be a potential client. He says, oh, no, no, I was actually eating a really hard pizza and it's hurt my throat. <laughs> oh, okay, We've all had said. that. All been there. Yeah. She said, how can I help? He says, oh, my girlfriend and I are looking to buy a house. We want to settle down for the next couple of years. So Hazel says, okay, what are you looking for? He says, well, here's the thing. I'm a mermaid. We're mermaids. Do you know what a mermaid is? She's thinking, oh, obviously he's not talking about half human, half fish. Maybe, you know, she's racking her brains. And she's thinking yeah. maybe it's a job title or something. So she says, no, no, I don't. He said, well, right. I'm half human and I'm half fish, so I'm a merman. She's a mermaid. (laughs) Hazel pauses to take it all in. And then she very professionally carries on and says, okay, so what are your requirements? What are you looking for in a house? He says, well, she's still, at this point, she's waiting for someone to start laughing. Yeah. But, But he carries on. Well, we need a pool. Oh, my God. Okay, she said. Look, I've got a property that's got a swimming pool at 40 Wentworth Avenue. Um, They'll be opening at one o'clock today. Mm -hmm. He says, well, can you tell me a little bit more about the house? And she said, well, it's four bed, two garages, carport, couple of bathrooms, got a swimming pool and a studio out the back. He asks, what sort of flooring does it have? Okay. She said, "Um, I think it's got timber floors upstairs. He said, oh, I'm just a bit worried about staining it with our tails. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god Hazel is biting oh her lip at this point god. in the story she's like mm. oh. so she says well maybe you'll just have to make the pool salt water instead of chlorine because that might bleach the timber floors but really how long can you live outside of water for <laughs> <laughs> he said oh around 20 about 24 hours but you know oh. our tails are very slimy so sometimes I need to be a bit careful about the flooring that we choose <laughs> Okay, said Hazel. He said, well, thanks very much um, for your help. And she said, no problem. (laughs) She hung up and then said, he didn't laugh. So she's been waiting. This is a long time ago now, a few months ago. And she said that nothing came out of it except that she did hear somewhere that one of the local photographers from the local paper was rung up by this particular merman who wanted to do a photo shoot of him as a merman. 
Are you sure it wasn't? Couldn't have been someone else. You think? Or well, you think there's merman. only one merman in Batemans Bay, in the Bay? I think there's probably only one merman. Well, you, yeah, you never. I think know. we'd know about it if there was more. <laughs> but anyway, what she does know is that today she took a call from a mermaid. Is what she said to Fuck. me. So did she get any kind of psychic reading from the she didn't the say. voice? She didn't say. Mm, that's very interesting. Look. I mean, when I was a kid, I would always be doing prank calls, you know, all the time. Yes. But I would be laughing and we'd hang up like, eh, yeah. eh, You'd laugh. You this guy laugh. never laughed. She was Fuck. really shaken. Oh, my Not God. shaken, just confused, I'd say. Yeah. God, I want, well, I guess he didn't buy the house. I don't know. I, I didn't hear anything more about it. Yeah, you know, like for Christmas, I sent over mermaid tails for the girls as their Christmas presents. They love it. They're all obsessed with mermaids. That is very popular amongst some grown-ups as well. I did a little <laughs> bit of researching and I did see there were people in America all wearing their tails. One, one's a guy, yeah. um, bunch of girls and one guy who is androgynous. And then, of course, when I Googled Bateman's Bay mermaids, there is a video on YouTube of a lovely girl sampling her mermaid tail in the waters in the crystal clear waters of the bay. Yeah. Okay, there you go. You never know what you're going to get. It all happens to Hazel, doesn't it? It does. It does happen. But if he was real, wouldn't he be shaped like a manatee? You know, those, um, they used to be confused. Yeah. I don't know how you can confuse a manatee with. with They would have creepy gills and would eat with their stomach out on the table. And they're not. Because. They're not nice. They're not the pretty things that you think they are. They're not. And in fact, wasn't it Christopher Columbus who said he saw mermaids? and and he? Yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know, Christopher Columbus. Manatees. No, well, it doesn't say that he saw manatees. He has actually been reported as seeing three mermaids near the Dominican Republic and saying, oh, they were all right, but they're not not as pretty as you think they're going to be. So it's like, thanks, Chris. (laughs) Thanks, Christopher. Probably horrific looking, actually. Yeah. So, I mean, look, mermaids have been documented for centuries, but where's the evidence? Where's the evidence? Show me the evidence. Has anyone ever caught one? Well, have you done any research into this? No, I didn't. Okay, so look. I was just looking for the, I was trying to track down the merman from Bateman's Bay. I wanted to see the picture. (laughs) I thought maybe there'd be one, like a picture of him in the Bay Post. Oh, no, he's just being a Bay wit, mate. Bay wit. (laughs) Boy wit. No, look. So, I mean, like I said, you know, as early as like the 14th century, Christopher Columbus is saying he's seen mermaids. So obviously, if in folklore, it's been around for a while, the idea of mermaids. Okay, zipping forward. 1944. Zip, zip. zip. 1944, World War II. Yeah. Japanese yeah. soldiers said they spotted a loads of, like, load of mermaids in the key islands in Indonesia. So apparently the locals were used to them and they were all a bit like meh about them. And they called Japan. Them- they have those little things, don't they? Well, this is in I know Indonesia. About this, it's, oh, okay. But they've got these little things. Have you not seen that film Ponyo? The little fishy guy no. from the, under the sea. So these ones are called orangutan. Not orangutan, orangutan. Oh. I don't know how you uh-huh. really say that. Uh, and that means manfish, directly translated. And they were, and people would see them loads. You know, they were just everywhere. And look, they don't sound like beautiful sirens, 
with like, you know, flowing hair and mermaid tails. These no, and are, little seashells over their boobies. No, That's no, not the look, no, is it? Not the little mermaid. These these creatures were described as like 150 centimeters tall, i.e., my height. Um, <laughs> salmon pink colored skin, spikes on their spines, shoulders, and necks, and a mouth Ooh. that resembled a carp. Like that. Basically, trout pout. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and instead of having a fish tail, they had long arms and frog-like legs. With talons at the end. Frog-like. Does that mean like kind of in a yeah, permanent I, bend? I would say like so. Dog? So basically nothing like a mermaid. So, no. But anyway, apparently the Japanese... So who saw these? The Japanese soldiers yeah. on their way to bomb Sydney Harbour. Oh, probably. They were... Failed th- attempt. Yeah. Thank God. Um, so the, yeah, this Japanese sergeant said to the villagers, look, I want to see one and I don't care if you capture it dead or alive. So Oof. you know what they did? They captured Ooh. one. But they brought it back dead. And this guy, Sergeant Taro, says he saw with his own eyes this weird part fish, part human. Doesn't sound very human to me. Doesn't sound human. Sounds part fish, part frog. Yeah, yeah, part fish, part frog. And he said, you know, it had a human-looking face with human-looking limbs and spikes along its head. I don't know. Uh, I don't like the fish with a, f- a human face. I feel like I've seen that on a, in a movie somewhere. But I feel like, like I've seen that on some kind of documentary where you're going, fuck, that's in that's the bottom axolotl. of the sea. Oh, my God. They're, that's the Mexican walking fish, isn't it? But they oh, don't have Jesus. a human face. They just have a sombrero. Um, but I, It makes me think of The Thing. You know that film, The Thing with Kurt Russell? No. Oh, there's something awful. I, it was, I think it's the dog has a human face at some point. I can't remember. Well. Blanked it. Look, and I look. I get why Carlito's things. Way was the name of that film, by the way. That oh, <laughs> Pacino and Leguizamo. God, okay, Carlito's Way. <laughs> Sorry, Sean Penn's in that too. Very good. Yeah. Well, look. When it comes to like creatures from the deep, I I get it. I get why people think they maybe see things coming out of the it's sea so, because it's unknown, so uncharted, unnavigated. Whereas everything above land. Basically, every square inch of this planet has been traversed by the foot of a human, right? Pretty much. Mm. I would say. Or if not, it's been photographed. You know, there is not one undiscovered piece of Earth. But mm. under, but the sea? That is, like, scary. It's fu- like, fuck knows what's down there that we, we yeah, have absolutely. no idea about. So I kind of get, I kind of get the idea of, of mermaids and people you know, thinking that maybe there's something like that. But there's more sightings, right? Yeah. So I'll quickly whiz you through a couple. So yeah, 19, love to know. 1967 in Canada, near the main islands of British Columbia, a ferry full of tourists all saw the same thing. So they, they saw this cute little dimpled mermaid sitting topless on the dimpled. beach. Yeah, dimpled. Uh, that's what that was their description. Sitting topless on the beach as they passed, eating a fish, enjoying the waves splashing Waving. over her. And Hi apparently, guys. she had the torso of a blonde woman with the body of a porpoise. And this sounds like oh. exactly like what we think of mermaids. But then, yeah. So in 1988, there was a guy called Jeff. Liker, and he was diving in Hawaii, and he reckons he spotted a mermaid when he was swimming with a pod of dolphins. So mm-hmm. he reckons. Oh, because he was just able to swim with a pod of dolphins, just like that. Well, he's a diver. He's like oh, okay. a trained diver, 
and you know he does a lot of uh, research and categorizing and you know cataloging and stuff. So he had all camera equipment. And he says at first he thought it was a nude woman just swimming with the dolphins. But he says this woman was keeping pace with the dolphins. But then she jumps in the air. Like the dolphins do. Like the dolphins do. And he realises she's fucking half fish, right? (gasps) Now, I'll remind you, this is 1998, people. 98. 98. This is not even that long ago, right? So apparently the other 10 people uh, who were diving in the boat also saw this mermaid, but she disappeared before anyone could take a photo. Always the way. However, an hour later, when the mermaid returned, Laika was diving and he didn't know she had returned and she brushed up against him and he had <gasps> his he had his camera gear and he actually took some pictures. Did he? Did you see them? Yes, I saw them. Now, oh, wow. thing is... Hoax or... Sorry, guys. To me, this looks like fake news because, okay, for a start, you can't see the face. You can only see the silhouette of the mermaid, the the outline, the blackened Mm -hmm. sort of silhouette because, you know, it's when you take pictures into the sun because the water is above, the sun's coming. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, and it just looks... Will you put these pictures on the website? Yeah, I will, I will. I'll I'll do a blog post. So, honestly, it's dodgy as fuck. So, I'm not convinced that that was real. But then... We moved to this century, right? So, yes, uh-huh. this shit is real. But, the 2020s? Well, 2009, right? <gasps> so, uh, apparently there were dozens of locals near Kiryat Yam in Israel, uh, which is on the Mediterranean. And they reckon they all saw this mermaid sitting on the beach. And she was young. She was doing tricks in the water. and oh. But... They kept it to themselves, but eventually the media got hold of this story and they tried to film the mermaid. Again, no success. And even after, and then the the government decided to get involved because they were like, "Fuck! If this really, this is great for tourism." Well, that's what I think. But they mm. put one million dollars up for anybody who can find actual proof of the mermaid. A million dollars. Yeah. So if you can bring evidence, not capture and kill it, but evidence. Oh, God. One million dollars. Oh, yours. So wow. there you go. It's up for grabs. That's grass. a very big incentive. Has no one come through with the goods yet? That's more than no. 10 years ago. I know. A million bucks is still up. Up for grabs, people. Huh? Get out to Israel. So then 2012, Zimbabwe. Mermaids were blamed for hounding workers and divers away from a site of a reservoir. Now, look, I didn't know mermaids could live in reservoirs. I thought they needed to be in oceans, but hey-ho. So these reservoirs were under construction. And then some divers, and look, these are all government workers in Zimbabwe. They were tasked with installing water pumps into the reservoir. So, you know, they dived in. And when they resurfaced from diving in with these pumps, they all fucking quit. They were like, no, we are not going down there, not doing it. Apparently, like, the the government were like, okay, these black workers just don't want to work. So they went and hired a load of white workers who Mm. they thought might be more reliable. White workers went down. They all came up spooked the fuck out and they all quit on the spot and they were like, no, we are not going what down there. What did they there. see, Michelle? Yeah, they saw these weird, angry mermaids, right? 
angry <gasps> angry mermaids, creatures who were really aggressive and basically hounded them the fuck away and were like, get away. Gee whiz. And to this day, those reservoirs have still not been built because no Ew. one will go down there. That's madness. What year was this again? 2012. Oh. Yeah. Ten years ago. Almost. Nine. Nine Amazing. years ago. My maths is shit. But shit is real, people. They are, people get scared by this stuff. These were like mm. happy, friendly, blonde lady eating a fish on, on a beach. <laughs> Scary. Turning tricks. So there you go, mermaids. Oh, mate. Could be, might not be. Who knows? I don't want to give too much time to unicorns, but I feel like. Oh, yes. I Let's feel give a like they. Time to the unicorn. Look, the whole world has become so fucking obsessed with unicorns. I'm over it. Like every little kid has a fucking unicorn yeah. bag or yeah. this or that. And even there grown was a big women. year of it last year for us. Oh, God. Even grown women are like. So I'm kind of over the sexy unicorn, whatever. Like yeah. it's, it's. Sexy? Hang on. Sexy unicorn? Seriously, get on what? get on Instagram. What? All these women in freaking like bikinis, with, like with a unicorn horn on. All Are you to be- serious? Yes. <laughs> but even there's all these new things like Pornhub and sexy unicorns. I just miss out. Okay. Being a well, suburban housewife. Funny you should say that because when I was kind of looking slightly into unicorn into unicorns, which come on, let's face it, it's basically a fucking horse with a horn, right? That's yeah. all it is. It's not, there's nothing mythical about this shit. But anyway, it came up and I knew about this, but I'd forgotten. Unicorn is a sex thing as well. What? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because of the horn? No, worse than that. Oh. So. <laughs> it's already pretty bad in my mind, I know, Michelle. I know. Just, well, yeah. Okay. Don't go there. So <laughs> look, if you're dating and you're looking for a unicorn, that's a whole other thing. Oh, like a bear. No. Well, no. Right. So the sex type of unicorn, it's basically a bisexual, well, usually a bisexual girl who's down to hook up with, you know, your basic kind of hetero couple looking for no strings attached threesome. So a third wheel. It's a thruple. <laughs> it's like, a thruple. It's a thruple, <laughs> like Ginny Lemon's thruple. No, a thruple is when you actually live together and have a relationship together, but threesomes they're talking about. Well, but it could also be more. It could be a, no strings attached or it could be something more. Oh, okay. That's a unicorn. Yes. Now look. The gooseberry. The, yeah, but it's a thing. And look, there's even an app for it. It's called Field, F-W-E-L-D. Huh? It's an app oh. where you can find one. Field. 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 Find a unicorn in a field. In a field. Or, look, if you're on Tinder, I'm going to just give a word oh, of, of advice to our single friends. If you're on yeah. Tinder and you just think popping a little unicorn emoji, be careful. Because that <laughs> is the signal that basically you, you are up for some threesome action. Amazing. I Thank know. you for that info, Michelle. Yeah. I'd never have thought of that. No, no. It's a minefield out there. But you know what? All of these like mythical creatures and stuff, what I want to know is why is it, do you think, that we as a society want to believe in mythical creatures? What do we call it in the in one of the other episodes when we're talking about magical psychopaths? thinking? <laughs> magical thinking. Yeah. There's, I mean, religion. I know. Sorry, guys. No, but this is it because you know, look, loaves and fishes. But look, in the same way as UFOs and ghosts, mm. do you think it's just because we want to try to understand things we can't explain, and that somehow you know, believing in all these mythical creatures give us some more exciting and 
maybe creative way to view life, you know? Yeah, and jump to the most outlandish conclusions Yeah, quite often. But also, do you think that when we can't explain something, because let's be honest, aside from some dodgy photographs on the internet, some shit footage from the 1960s and some like probably fake news casings of, of footprints, there's no fucking mm. evidence for any of this stuff. Has anyone ever found a unicorn horn? Has a mermaid mm. tail ever been found? Like, I don't think unicorns, I think unicorns are pretty universally accepted as being just made up. Well, yeah, but mermaids too. Come on, listen to yourself. Mermaid. <laughs> Not I'm not saying unicorn. mermaids are real. No, but I'm not saying mermaids are real. And I was very shocked when you told me that there's been sightings very recently, and particularly the angry horde that's in the reservoir yes, or in the I know. pond. I know. Science is good, though. Science is good to come along and de- debunk certain things, like you know, yes, or, or prove certain things. But people then, even fa- when faced with the with that information, still want to say no 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 that can't be right or you know the world the world is flat after all or (laughs) yeah god made us not you know we didn't evolve we were just created from adam's rib yeah and you know science is being revised all the time you know and of course you know there are things on this planet we we haven't discovered we can't see, hear, comprehend we don't even know yet that they exist but it's out there i'm sure there's stuff out there and look, of course. maybe, maybe like evolution, maybe these things did exist once. And like the way of the dodo or other dinosaurs, mm. they've just become extinct. The busted. The what? No, busted. The busted's. What's a busted? The busted's gone in. It's, it's a bird. It's a fucking boy band. What? <laughs> <laughs> busted. Bustard, it's called. Okay. Busted. There it is. It's a... Uh, uh, it's a terrestrial bird living in dry gla- grassland, and I'm pretty sure they ha- are down to the last one or two. Okay. Doesn't say here. They're a funny looking thing. All right. But yeah, there's not many of them. But you think about Bigfoot, right? So that footage was taken in the 60s. Mm. Since then, climate change. You know? Yeah. Like, right. we've had population explosion. What if there really was something, but actually now it's extinct? I mean, yeah. that's also... We'll never know. We won't ever know. Unless we find the bones. No, no. In general, we have a willingness to believe in Keep something Keep an more. open mind. Yeah. Keep an open mind is what I recommend. In Absolutely, life. At all times. Oh, great life yeah. advice, Geordie. Great life advice. Thanks. <laughs> Michelle, I forgot to mention the drop bears. Oh, my God. Okay, tell me the about Australian those. drop bears. I can't believe that you've never encountered one in all the years you've lived in I've Australia. I've heard about drop bears and there was a band. Wasn't there a Canberra band, the drop bears? There was a band yeah. called the drop bears. And I thought they were just a band until one day I was standing under a tree. We were all out. A bunch of us teenagers were out and about in the in the bush. And somebody said, oh, don't stand under that tree. There's drop bears. So I was like, what? what? <laughs> Apparently they are like koalas but they've got talons, they'll rip your skin up and they've got sharp fangs and they'll just and really get on. They'll, they drop from the trees mm-hmm. above onto your head, rip you to shreds. First of and all. And that's what every, that, hang on, and that's what every English tourist is told when they first set foot <laughs> in Australia. Okay. And they usually fall for it because, I mean, there is other things yeah. that can kill you. First of all, possums. Sounds like just a fucking possum because Possums are vicious. I know, but the point is, it's a joke. I know it's a joke, but possums vicious. 
Yeah. Secondly, well, you don't want a goanna running up your body either. I'm so frightened of goannas. Or a monitor. Fuck. All right. Do you remember that time we went on a picnic with my parents and there was that and so, and there was that and he had all bits of him ripped off. He was an old man goanna and yes. my mum was casual as you like. Yes, she was. was like, mum. She's like, oh, he won't, he won't, he won't bother you. And I was like going, He'll that's a fucking alone. mini dinosaur right there. They are that's, fucking it terrifying. Was so horrifying. It was. It was scary. I do remember that. God. I've heard that if you stand still, they run up your body like they think you're a tree. Oh my God. No, thank you. I would shit myself (laughs) anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Well, on that bright, bright image of you shitting yourself, Michelle, (laughs) I think I'm about done here. How about you? Me too. All right. Should we say farewell and just remind our listeners to rate, review, subscribe, share, go to the website, which is called eavesdroppingpodcast.com. And if you've got any stories or anything you want us to chit-chat about, let us know. Yeah. Lots of options. We always need ideas. Yes, yep. of course. All right then, gang. Till next week. Adios. Ciao. Keep eavesdropping. Keep eavesdropping. Eavesdropping.